All right, so with that, I think let's formally start the room. Let's start D Fridays. So uh, welcome everyone tuning in here on Clubhouse or across the various discords we are streaming to. Um, welcome D Friday with the Index Coop. Um, we are here every Friday, 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. UTC. Um, you can always find out more about the Index Coop. We are building the best uh, index product. With that, I guess we'll start with our normal opening question. Uh, anyone who wants to kind of speak on the panel, uh, unmute yourself, introduce yourself as much as you want. And uh, what's one coin or project you've been followed or been interested in? Hey everyone, this is Mike. I actually work with Nate on our uh, institutional investor relations. Um, and similarly to Nate, it's uh, it's an oldie, right? So I was really interested in seeing Uniswap V3 from a volume standpoint flip V2. And, you know, a general, um, I guess, recognition that all the DeFi projects, the centralized, the decentralized exchanges, the lending protocols, everything got through, um, as far as I, as far as I know, especially all the big players got through this week's massive, uh, volatility while all the usual suspects on the centralized side seem to have issues. I mean, Everyone is used to Coinbase going down when you need them. And so that's exactly what happened uh, this week because I definitely keep some money still on the centralized exchanges. But it was um, it was great to see the big players, many of which are in our exchange-traded products like Uniswap, uh, get through unscathed. And that Uniswap's V3 is outdoing, you know, its, its V2 counterpart. It's now the... No, definitely, Mike, and... and- hundred percent agree. I was I was a bit bummed if anything because I had some some dry powder over in Coinbase and I was unable to, you know, get it on chain. Um, you know, Uniswap actually did flip V three flip today. It is now the largest exchange uh, decentralized exchange by volume. So you know, really fast migration um, from V two to V three, and it's doing it with a very very small amount of capital, um, which is even more impressive. Uh, anyone else want to go and introduce themselves, talk about a project or a token? I mean, not to jump in, I think that's going to bring me to what mine is. So I, I'm David, by the way. I'm over in the, biz, uh, the business development side of uh, Index Coop. I was really, we spoke about it last week, um, been following Woofy, which for those who don't know, it was a, uh, a it's pretty much a smaller unit price of Yearn, YFI. Um, and it's been really awesome to see it jump across all the various chains. So it's got a pretty big uh, LP pool over on Phantom and over on BSC. And I think the numbers came in and it's something like 4.6 thousand different addresses hold Woofy, most of which don't even hold Yearn. And uh, definitely I thought was a a very interesting part of the experiment um, that they're doing over there on just changing the price of a token, uh, cause a different category of people to invest and buy into it. And so... I know, I, you know, I'm technically saying urine, which is one of these older blue chips, but uh, again, create, you know, bit of innovation this time. All right. Uh, if no other takers, then we can go in and hit our first topic. Um, we had the, obviously we had that crypt, quick crypto bear market, um, you know, as that, what I'm calling it, although we're still seeing some, some drops today, um, you know, the coops held fine. I think we've seen... FLI perform incredibly well, and we'll, we'll jump into that later. Um, but just curious, everyone's kind of quick thoughts. 
is this the bottom? Are we going to see things kind of come back up? Should we even be trying to make price guests? And, you know, as people building in the space, you know, how do you, do you, do you tune this out? I wouldn't be surprised, honestly, if we had another wick down and hit like 1650 on ETH and 28 something on BTC. Um, but to what you just said at the end, um, who cares? <laughs> we know this is going to happen. So I think if you've been in the space enough, it does suck to, on paper, um, see profits uh, go away, potentially even go uh, in the red a bit. But I think if you're, um, you know, if you're buying into two of the narratives that are pretty big with index cooperative, which is which is Ethereum, the Ethereum ecosystem with both DeFi and, and the metaverse, there, there are a lot of events coming down the pike. Um, you know, we're back to where we were a few weeks ago. This is not like we went down to, you know, 2019 levels or something like that on the S&P. This is, we just retraced a bit and between 1559 coming, coming in July on the 14th or, you know, what's the progress with ETH 2.0 um, and just this general feeling that we're going to see a lot from DeFi this summer. I, I continue to be bullish, even if the short term, it's going to be a bit painful. I, I think it was a little too easy for it to be a one and done. So I'm not surprised to see us uh, dip back down. And I am curious if last year was Black Thursday, like what are we calling what are we calling this one? I like the, the mini bear, but I don't, I don't know if it's going to be mini. What do you guys think? I mean, for the naming, I'm calling it the mini bear. Also, I was uh, I was walking around in a, in, in a park um, yesterday. I was outside of New York City uh, for a change, and I came. There was a, a a mom bear and three bear cubs. So I'm I'm, I'm team to call this one the the bear, the bear cub uh, dip, uh, just for that. Probably not a. Gr- I think the this bear market is actually not going to be like what we've experienced in the past. Um, this is majorly a correction, of course, when you look at uh, the, the charts technically. From a technical standpoint, I believe there are still major things that will still propel the, the markets. Of course, when you, uh, the DeFi community is actually growing, there are lots of projects being built on a lot of things are coming up so it's going to be it's going to be a very very sharp correction that's from my own perspective but much more than that i think the revolution is here to stay fighting it is i know in africa we're facing a lot of challenges most of our governments and the personnel are actually anachronistic but they they still see everything happening with a negative perspective for example my country my country was the third highest a country with respect to transaction of cryptocurrency for cryptocurrencies in 2020. And we have a, a huge population of over 70% out of 200 million persons. Our currency is falling badly. So everyone is actually looking for safe havens to to make investments, to make decisions, um, sound decisions, sound economic uh, decisions as well. And everyone is looking for that. And uh, there's a pervasive ignorance on a lot of projects going on in the blockchain community at large. But I I believe the, the adoption of 
cryptocurrency and blockchain projects in the mainstream financial sector in my country has been long overdue. People have been looking for a reprieve from a lot of economic manipulation and control. So uh, from from what we've seen all together in Africa, it's just been an uncharted water. And some of us that are even still very, very much ignorant about what is happening look, look to be, we, we seem like the genius amongst some of them. So there is a lot of there's a lot of openings for us and i i still see a lot of things happening before the end of the the, sec, the third quarter of the year uh, it was almost like this with the beginning of, of, of last year but we saw how the bullish run started towards the end of the year and what we're still experiencing or what we experience even up yeah just to quickly jump in here um so i'm just going to like um you know um talk based on what Simon and just just mentioned yeah so um, if there's anything that I've come to realize about the whole crypto spaces um, it has something it has more like a, like a consistent um, you know trend um, like in 2017 everybody understands what happened the ICO craze and you know so 2018 there was the sec coming in on board and you know given this whole um, challenge that cryptocurrencies is calm and stuff like that. And then it brought the price from, you know, where it was about $19,000 down to, you know, you know, it just basically plummeted the end, you know, um, into, it also happened in 2018 as a last year, it also happened in March and it, it's a no brainer to, to basically no, no figure out that, okay, uh, this the way it has been pumping, recently uh getting up to $64,000 and all of it there is i mean it's it's okay to understand that uh, it has to correct itself and um one of the major thing that i would like to like point in here is most um newbie coming into the space i mean they we need to figure out ways to basically on uh, make blockchain not to be like um you know i mean for the newbies, for example, we need to figure out ways to make them understand that cryptocurrency is not blockchain. It's just a part of blockchain. And um, my pain is the fact that these newbies just jump into something they don't understand and then put in their money. And then when there's like, uh, uh, you know, a downtrend of the price, everybody comes out from their shelf and starts, you know, start um, reaching out to the people who probably understand the cryptocurrency space more better and start shouting that, oh, this is calm. If you go on Twitter, you can find out that a whole lot of these guys are just complaining here and there saying that uh, cryptocurrency is calm and stuff like that. And that's because most of them really don't understand, you know, what they are actually getting into. I mean, if we begin to like get products that literally on use the blockchain technology and not just only focused on the fintech pro, um, 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 side of things where there is trading, there's transactions and stuff like that, but you know, bringing blockchain into the likes of maybe food ordering application, um, agriculture, you know, several sectors of, you know, um, of the industry that actually interacts with human life. I think it just makes it much more easier to like, you know, make most of these um, newbies understand how this blockchain itself works and how you can literally just do so many things with the technology rather than just thinking that it's it's all about cryptocurrency and trading and stuff like that so um it's basically just something i, I would like i just wanted to like you know pinpoint around the whole cryptocurrency because i've got just few the past week i've got like several people reaching out to me and like complain about the the loss that they've made and uh, they, they feel like somebody is just there <laughs> making them lose money when whenever they put in wow no Thanks, Clement. And 
definitely. I think there was a uh, there was a tweet I saw that I thought was really powerful and explained, um, you know, a, a big belief I have in this and it shows how early. It's that, you know, the internet very recently just reached a majority uh, of humanity. If we think about how in- intertwined the internet is, only in the past four years, we now have a majority of the population using it. If you look at crypto, the median and the mode holdings for everyone is zero. We are still in the very, very, very early fourth, first quarter. And uh, so we will, we're going to see how it's going to develop. It's going to require a lot of education. What we have now might not be the final, might not be like the final answer. It's not the final product, but it's. Yeah. So I'm just going to jump in on the, the question you asked, David, with um, DPI listed on KuCoin. First of all, I think I'm excited about that because, and shout out to Simon, of course, and Regan, uh, and the rest of the BD team. I mean, these guys are doing some amazing work there. But I'm really excited about DPI listed on, on, on KuCoin for one major reason. Um, as a DAO, one of the things that we look out for, like Simon said, is reaching out to everyone basically everyone like i mean the person who has just one dollar in his account and someone who has a billion dollar in his account we want to be able to like create products that is accessible to every single person regardless of how much they have and i think listing one uh, products on um on a centralized exchange and not just a centralized exchange a trusted top five exchange i think it's going to help us to like reach out to so much people who have been finding it difficult to like you know get some of our products like dpr for instance um um i've had like a few persons who reached out to me then um they were trying to like buy dpi when it was like you know less than 400 dollars and stuff like that and by the time i tried you know first of all to teach them how to use uniswap the sushi swap to basically get it um now they're about to get it and there's like you know a gas fee of like 20 dollars or, or or 30 dollars or 40 dollars in there about and you know that's like a ton of to the person who probably want to buy let's say 0.1 dpi or 0.2 dpi depending on what he has so listing on kucoin gives like uh, a broader channel for everyone to like you know get there buy dpi they want to buy one dpi they can buy it and it'll cost them just you know um um less gas fee that they would normally pay on a decentralized exchange like sushi swap or Uniswap. so i think it's it just basically helps us to like you know um explain what it is that we're doing yeah just to, to build off of what um clement just said i mean you know we we it's easy to take for granted um you know all of the leaps that that got you from you know a person who didn't know anything about crypto to you know i now i now work with it in this community but you know what did it take I, I i look back and i'm like what did it take for me to first buy bitcoin what did it take for me to first buy a project a cryptocurrency that was not bitcoin what did it um you know how, how did i think about it as an investment and, and you know what what was that process like you know what did it take for me to start transacting on chain um you know and 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 not everyone has um like i had a uh, uh mike tiramina to be on the phone with me who had who had done the the transactions before and it could, could explain um 
you know, gas fees and, and, and all of these things that are just, you know, for now, they are they are barriers to um, to people who, who want to participate, right? Um, those barriers can be overcome, um, and we have all overcome them and understand it and understand the, the technology and what we're putting at risk. Um, but yeah, I mean, the, I, I love when Clement says, you know, the DAO should be thinking of everyone um, and how we, can, how we can remove those barriers and how we can make it accessible. Because I think there are plenty of people who are interested in, in DeFi, want exposure to its, its growth potential in a diversified way, but maybe are not yet ready to, to move funds to a, to a wallet that they you know, have to... Definitely, definitely, Nathan. I think there was uh, some numbers we brought up last time, which was, you know, I think Uniswap has something like 5 million accounts that interact with it on a monthly basis. You know, KuCoin alone has 6 million accounts globally, and that was at the start of the year before this kind of most recent increase in the bull run. And we know those accounts have only increased. Coinbase has 65 million accounts. Um, there is a, a huge untapped market, and there is a reason one of our North Stars that we track um, at the Coop is one of our OKRs is, you know, what is the number of holders we have? As much as we also do care about, you know, what's the total assets under management, what's the total total locked value, or total value locked, um, you know, it's definitely look at what's the total number of holders. And to bring it in a place as accessible as KuCoin, um, allowing people to buy fractional shares, allowing people to go in in a very simple way. Um, sometimes, you know, when we're stuck in these communities, we're stuck as just talking amongst each other in the Discord or talking in the forums. We're all DeFi native people. Um, you know, we have to make this easy so John Smith, who has a phone and an app, can just see DPI listed alongside Bitcoin, Ethereum, and other top tier current, you know, other top tier cryptos, and really easily buy it with fiat. Whether that's through a Dharma that's going to automatically handle Uniswap and all these smart contracts, or going on centralized exchanges like KuCoin and some of the others, I know we're, we're we're talking to and working on. I think that that is a, you know, necessary steps we're taking as a DAO to make sure that our products aren't just the best in the industry but that these really great, well-researched, great, you know, have great methodology. Yeah, and if I might add, this is a bit of a watershed moment for the co-op um, because this is the first time you can get DPI without uh, incurring like some kind of large fee, large transaction fee related to transacting on the Ethereum network. Um, so that, that's really awesome. Uh, one thing I'm curious about, do you guys know like who, like what geographies are the um, customers of so it's primarily it's primarily Asia based, and I've actually so I've been thinking a lot about this, and I'm like I'm glad we have the guys from Africa on this call tonight too, just because you know in this co-op like we're trying to build like something that is like truly global, right? Like we're trying to build an organization that like works. And like, you know, it's global. Like if you're in Africa, you're part of the organization. If you're in China, you're part of the organization. If you're in America, like South America, wherever, like this organization is like supporting you and like you're, you know, supporting in that region and like doing these things. And I think with, you know, some of these Asia-based exchanges, like I think our real key to getting like we can we can be a major player in that space, right? Like we can dominate it and there's we can get the demand and people will want it. 
But, you know, to make that happen, I think the starting place needs to be like, how are we building communities in different geographic locations? Like, how are we having it? Like, you know, there's a bunch of people in New York right now, a bunch of people in San Francisco. Like, how do we have it? So, like, there's a bunch of guys in Nigeria. There's a bunch of guys in Singapore. There's a bunch of guys in China. No, definitely. Uh, I think it's an it's 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 a difficult question to answer because I think it is, as I've mentioned with you before, um, you know, Simon, coming from the startup world, there's probably somewhere closer to like sixty, maybe seventy total contributors at and index at, at at various different levels of involvement, and and many, many, many more who've contributed ideas through the Discord and through the forums. Selfish plug: go to indexcoop.com/slash/join. We'd love to have you in the conversation. Um, and there's at least 10, if not 15 plus countries represented across all of that. And even within those, there's people with incredibly different viewpoints. We have spirited debate over decisions and every different opinion we can get, every different viewpoint we can get is going to make us build the best products. It's going to make us take the best, you know, have the best strategy. It's going to make us have, you know, the best marketing, the best everything. And uh, I think it's interesting because I don't think there's been a startup or a company, you know, since the start of this DAO movement that has been so distributed and so international, so young in its development. And uh, I think it's still with Simon, anything you want to add? No, I was just going to say, hey, uh, Chinam, so I, uh, hey, welcome to, uh, welcome to the call. Where are you calling from today? I'm calling from Nigeria. Awesome. Awesome. Good to hey, have welcome. you. Did Clement bring you on board? <laughs> Actually, I just got a notification that Clement was on a group meeting, so I just joined in to see what's going on. I know he's a he's a big um, he has a vast knowledge on the crypto world, and I was kind of keen and interested to see what's going on. And so far, so good. I've learned a lot, and it's quite engaging, quite informative, pushing me over to do a couple of research on myself as well. And I love how David keeps saying this is not a financial advice. <laughs> but, yeah, but, but, it, but it's cool. It's very good. I'm looking into um, going into the crypto market fully. I've been dabbling into it with a bit of help from Clem and a couple of my friends as well. But this is very, very educative. Thank you so much for the opportunity as well. Clement, Clement has more connections to crypto Africa than anyone else. Everybody. <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, we did that. We did the bundle AMA like three months ago. We did a bundle AMA with uh, the Africa, um, with the you know Crypto Africa, and we got on it. And you were like a celebrity. Like, everybody knew you. Everybody was like, "Come in here." It was so sick. <laughs> Not a financial advice, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's already already learning the disclaimers. Because <laughs> like Punya and I were on it. There's like, holy cow, this is the craziest. AMA. It was. Crazy. So, yeah, so I think that, that wraps up the topics we had today. Floor is open for anyone on the, I think we're now in, yep, three discords. Uh, or if you're on the, uh, the, the you know, this, this call here, raise your hand if you're not already speaking and ask anything. You know, everything's fair game. Uh, and if you're in the discord, I think off topic uh, and happy hour and off topic, if you plus one in those channels, we'll bring you up onto the bridge. Uh, so please feel free to ask a couple of questions. Um participate and I don't know earn money or earn yield or something as a, a, a index co-op member like is there a way I can sort of deploy my normal ETH in a way that I'm participating in earning something Simon you want to talk about how uh, people can get involved in index and uh, earn tokens or I like to think 
you're kind of like in the initial stage of like getting to know a community like you're really just like learning about it right like that's like how you the first step to getting involved and like learning about it is like you're reading the forums you're in the discord you're like talking to people you're like you know kind of like going to some of the meetings just like figuring out what's going on and like this is a very complex organism and it takes a while to like really figure out what's going on. Um, and that's okay. Like there's like, I think the big mistake people make is when they come to the co-op, like they put this pressure on themselves, like know everything that's going on immediately. And like, that is just simply not possible. Um, so I think like the good place to start is being like, I'm going to spend like, you know, a couple weeks, a month, just like learning about this community, like talking to people on the discord, just interacting. Um, from there, you kind of start to, get like get a little context and you're like getting a rhythm of the community and you kind of start to understand what's going on and you you know at that point you're kind of identifying like hey like i could help out here like why aren't they doing this better like i you know i would really like to you know i have, I have this idea let's try and make it happen and that's like kind of that initial like contributor phase and you know that's like you you're getting spun up into it and then like the final stage is kind of like where you where you're like building trust with the community and you're like hey like i'm like somebody who can be relied upon and trusted to you know get major projects through major initiatives through like you know you're always there you're always helping out and you know i think once you're at that like you know real trust level i think that's where uh it you know where we start thinking about that's definitely the, the you know the contributor journey i think for some other possible easy ways is uh, there is a bounty board. Um, I think it is got to be updated, but it'll be reshared. And there's small, simple tasks. And we have a new joiners call um, every week led by Pepperoni Joe, um, who does a, a great job of walking people through the coop. And, uh, you know, you, you get it gets a bit, get a bit of context. And there's always some simple tasks you can do. And you complete them, you can earn a little bit of index rewards. And then also, if all you have is ETH and you hold some index products, I mean, an easy way to get, you know, to, to kind of earn a bit of yield is uh, we feel free to provide liquidity. I know we're doing active liquidity mining on DPI and MVI right now through Uniswap pools. Uh, you can find out details for that at indexcoop.com slash farm. Uh, and as always, I mean, the easiest way to get involved is just drop in the Discord, introduce yourself. Um, you know, I've, I, I've been, in, I've been in, in a bunch of different DAOs. Um, as part of my BD role, I have to interact with a ton of them. And I will say there is no community that is more professional, friendly, and welcoming um, than the one here at the Coop. Um, and so definitely just drop in, say hello, um, and I'm sure someone can show you a great place to start. Well said, moderator. David, awesome, awesome clubhouse, man. Yeah. Good job. It's worth Good it. Good to see everybody. Yeah, we're at the top of the hour. Man, we're close hope off. to see you around.